0: But the question is, what do people think when they come through this door? Do they think of us as friendly? Do they think of us as stuck up? Do they think of us as snobbish? What do they think of us as? We've been looking over the last couple of weeks and we've been talking about this and we've been asking the question, what type of love are we showing one another? What type of love are we showing people that come in here, with that, I want to give you a challenge. I want to just talk to you for about a couple of minutes. And I want you to listen up. This year, August, we have an opportunity. We want to go into the community, in one of the urban renewal buildings on right around the corner, and we want to do a vacation Bible school for that community. We don't want to charge them. We want to do it for free, but we want to give you the opportunity to serve. We want to give you the opportunity to come there to VBS and to help out. The question tonight is this, would you be ready to help? Or would you think to yourself, I might be a little better than them, I don't want to go there. You know, the sad thing is, we need to, we need to look at the example that Jesus himself gave and Tonight, we want to look at humility. We want to look at humility, we want to look at and ask ourselves, are we humble? Do we think of ourselves better than the other person? Do we think that we are better than the next person next to us, or because this person doesn't have the Nike shoes on, he got Sweet Waters on, you know, you know, he, he must be better than us, you know? Y'all said you're Sweet waters, right? Sweetwaters Waters still around, right? Not around no more? Oh, man, I too old. Anyway, yeah, all right, no brand and no brand, okay? Michael, true, y'all are not talking right, so we want it, right? Thank you. Thank you. But it means no brand, basically. But tonight we want to look at humility. We've been talking over the last couple of weeks about being unified. In two weeks, we talked about being unselfish. Tonight, let's look at the greatest act of humility ever. We want to look at the greatest act of humility ever. Let me ask a question. Some of you go to different schools here. Some of you go to private schools. Some of you go to government schools. You know, some people who go to private school may say, you know what, I'm better than the person who goes to public school. Or someone may say, I go to public school. You know, I'm, t- you know, I'm, the- I'm better than you. You know, we live in a culture where we always compare ourselves to one another. We always go live in a culture where I look at someone and say, you know what, I'm better than you. You know, I'm better than Kevin. Just call him because he's in the front row. But tonight, the main point is this. Jesus was the greatest act of humility. You know, when we think of the life of Jesus, when we think of the perfect man, we think of everything that he did. He left the best place ever to come to this earth to die for us. You know, we looked at this a little bit a couple of weeks ago. I want you to imagine for a second that you lived in life for key. Because I would say Lifer probably is the top-notch place around here. So you live in Lifer Key. And somebody told you that I'm going to leave Lifer to go live in Blair. And I'm saying Blair because I live there. So I don't want to offend no one if I say somewhere else. I live in Blair. So I'm going to say, I'm leaving Lifer Key behind a nice gate to Blair where people is breaking and taking Hondas all the time and, you know, and everything else. That's where I'm going. I ain't got no security to my gate. That's where I'm moving to. You see, that's what Jesus did for us. Jesus left heaven, the greatest place ever, to come down to this earth. This nasty, dirty earth. And you know what? He didn't come to the earth and and people treat him like the king that he was. What happened to him? People accused him of many things. People spit on him. They beat him. They ridiculed him. And that wasn't just a few people. That was the majority of people. We know the story of the crucifixion. We know what happened. Where Jesus, here standing next to what? A murderer, a criminal. And what did they say? Who would you rather be free today? Jesus, the man who has done nothing, who doesn't deserve to be crucified? Or would you rather Barabbas? And we know the story. People said, Barabbas. Imagine that. We have the choice of we have the choice of letting a criminal back on the streets or somebody who has done nothing at all. Tonight as we continue in Philippians chapter 2, I want us to just look at it, and, and we left the last time this, with this verse, that we must have the same attitude as Christ Jesus. But tonight as we look at it, we want us to look at to Philippians chapter 2 verse 6, and it says, although he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped. But he emptied himself by taking the form of servant, being born the likeness of man. We see what Jesus did here. Jesus, we know the Trinity God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. You see, when Jesus came to this earth, he was still 100% man, but he was also 100% God. Can we comprehend that? No, we can't. But you know what he did? He also emptied himself of some of the different attributes that he had. He wasn't, he emptied himself. Imagine this for a second. You have it all together. You are all powerful, all knowing. You never get tired. You have the perfect life. Wouldn't you want to keep that? Wouldn't you want to keep that life? Y'all, y'all. Yeah. I mean, you know. But we know what happened to Jesus. That Jesus came to his earth. He emptied himself. We know Jesus 40 days, 40 nights. What happened? Who came to him? Satan came to tempt him. Could Jesus have sinned? No, he couldn't have. But Jesus was very tired. And what did Satan attack him? I want you to remind him a second. You haven't ate for three days. <laughs> or even a day. And somebody comes to you and says to you, turn them stones into bread, man. You could do it. You're hungry, man. You know you're starving, man. You, you need something. What would you want to do? You would want to eat. But we see Jesus himself did not give in to the temptation. He fought it with scripture. Verse 8 says this, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. This is humility. Jesus came to this earth, left everything, all the glories of heaven to come to this earth to die. Not to just die any death, but to die a death on the cross. It's very significant. Because death on the cross was considered the worst death to ever have. It was considered the worst thing that you can do. Jesus could have died. Jesus could have sacrificed many other ways. You know, some of you don't remember and some of you don't know and I don't even remember but it was a point here in the Bahamas when we used to do capital punishment. And you want me to tell you that used to be done what? In public. For people to see. You can go and watch that. Here it is. This is what Jesus did. Jesus died in the public eye. Everyone could come and see him dying on the cross. People came and spit on him ridiculed him. This is the Savior of the world here. This is the one that left the glory of heaven. This is the one that humbled himself even to death on a cross. You see, too many times for me and you, you know what our problem is? We think we're better than the other person next to us. We, too many times, we look at the next person, we compare ourselves and we compare our Christian life with the person next to us, you know, I go to one or two, man, I just go to one or two on church, Tuesday, I just go to church, I just go to Slam on Sunday night, I go to youth group on Friday, man, I just go to church every Sunday, guess what, that ain't going to save you, in fact, without relationship with Jesus Christ, that means absolutely nothing, You know, the problem for me and you is this, and I, and I can speak for myself because I did attend a Wanda for a little while. I did study verses. I knew the Bible. I knew verses. I could repeat it. I could do all that. I fooled a lot of people. Because everybody thought to them, everybody thought, you know what? Nicholas got together. He goes to church. In fact, he even does stuff in church. But you know what? I was only fooling myself, and I, was, I wasn't fooling God. God saw right through me. Tonight, God sees right through you. Again, He humbled Himself to the point of death on a cross. Verse 9 says, Therefore, God has highly exalted Him and bestowed Him on the name that is above every name. You see, we need to recognize tonight that look, this is, it's the God of the universe. This is the God that created everything. This is the same God that came to earth to die for us. We need to recognize that he did not stay dead, but he is alive. We don't worship a dead God. We're not like other religions. We have a relationship with our God. We can talk to him. We can study his word. The question is... What is our brand? Do we look like Christ? Do we follow Christ? Do we, people come in this room, come to this church and see Christ? Do they feel Christ? Or do they feel a bunch of people pushing them away? I don't want to go back to ignition. That people ain't friendly at all. They say, they Christians? I don't see it. Because as Christians, we're supposed to love one another. As Christians, we're supposed to look at Christ as the superior, as the example for us to try to get to. Not just, but I go to, I go to all different things. I go to Christian school and all. I must be a Christian. You know, we got to recognize that until we allow Christ to take control of us, we will never change. Verse 10. So that in the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, in verse 11. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ to the glory of God the Father. You see, it's going to become a day, no matter what, that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Doesn't matter. It's going to come a day when He's going to get exactly what He deserves all the honor and glory and praise. You see, tonight, we have these flesh bodies. Bodies that we don't even, besides God's help, besides God living in us, we don't want nothing to do with Him. You know, if I had to ask you tonight to think about your day-to-day, and ask you, how many times do you think about God today? I guarantee you, you could think of a good period of time today that you did not think of God. You know, and I can be honest with you, there have been times today that I haven't thought of God. You see, we need to recognize again that if Christ isn't living in us, then nothing's going to change. If Christ isn't the brand that we put on, nothing's going to change. So I really challenge you tonight as you think of your life as you think of as we've been looking at this whole series of Branded what people see Christ in you what people know that you're a Christian by the way they see you by the way you live by the way you conduct yourself outside of here believe me you could fool a lot of people here But I guarantee if I go to your school and ask some people about you, they'll tell me the truth. And you know what? The sad thing is, you're only fooling yourself. Because you ain't fooling God. Because God is there. God is here. God sees right through each one of us. So how do we apply this tonight? Jesus is the greatest servant of all time. Let us be like Him. We need to be like Christ. Not like Mike. Not like Kobe. Not like LeBron. We need to be like Christ. That's what we need to be like. You see, I know as all of us in this room, I know as me growing up, As a teenager, we all had the dream of being someone else. We could put the shoes on, could put the shirt on, but you'll never be whoever it is. But we can put Christ on and we can be like him. And that's who we should strive to be like. That's who we want to be as a youth group. We want to represent Jesus Christ. So I would challenge you even again, as we talk about going to VBS, doing VBS in this community, please pray about it. I want you to be interested in it. Come to it. Because this is what we're supposed to do. Serve others. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all you've done. Thank you for your love. Thank you for sending your son to die for us. And Father, as we think of our lives, Father, we we just wonder, what do people think when they see us? Do people see Christ in me? Do people see a living example of you? Father, as I think of this youth group, what do people think when they come through this door? Do they think that we are people that are following after you, or we just going through motions. I pray that we would be a youth group that would follow after you. That we would humble ourselves just as you did. That we would put away our flesh, that we'd kill it, so that we honor you in all that we do. We just thank you and we praise you, all you've done in Jesus' name. Amen.